You're listening to Sleep Time's Over. Sleep Time's Over! Your guest tonight is DJ Drama. You got the Somalia to the stars, Sky Cameron, and your host, DJ Zach Morris. Beer, 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 beer. Good stuff, good stuff. The Lord floors, everyone. Figured that's how we, we do it from here on out. Sky, how you doing? Sky doing Cameron, well. everyone. I'm fighting a, fighting a little bit of a cold. I heard you're fighting a cold. So am I. It's a sick world, man. We're all sick. Sick season, man. Sick in the head, sick, insane in the brain. But uh, there was something that we did that, despite it all, let's just get right into it. We got a lot of stuff to uh, cover. So. Yeah, we actually hung out on the weekend, which is rare. Actually, I, I, right. Usually sick of me. I mean, after Tuesday, quite frankly. Yeah. I, only so much I Most can Most of handle. the time, you don't even say bye. You just leave. You just, I, yeah, you're a mystery. Out of, <laughs> out of frustration, I do that. Out of stress and frustration. But we did hang out on Saturday. Yes. Saturday night, we went to see a comedian of... Man by the name of Jay Moore. Yeah, Jay Moore. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. His Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry Maguire, right? What did you think of that show? I thought it was, uh, you know, it was very much what's going on with his life, which was all relationship. Like broke up with a girlfriend or something. It was all Divorce? relationship, being a father. It's what he's, you know, it's what he's living in his life right now. So I was a little know. surprised by that. Uh, I was so shocked that he didn't talk about, you know, he didn't bring up any, like, current events or current things going on. Right. Uh, he didn't bring up any sports because he usually ties in sports into his comedy. It was just all relationship-based stuff. Which yeah, was, I mean, it was a funny set. Fine. We were laughing hard. I mean, it, it's fine. He was catering definitely to the Waikiki couples. There were a lot were of there. that uh, clientele. And uh, shout out to uh, the opener, Shane Lucas Price. Oh yeah, shout out local comedian. Local comedian. He's got his uh, album debut. Right. Yeah, he's, he's recording, recording it next weekend at right. Hawaiian Brian's. So right, if you guys out. can make it down there, support a local comedian. The He'll be recording his first comedy album. Local entertainment. That, how long has he been out? Uh, he's, been, he's been doing his thing for at least three or four years because we've been seeing him. He opened up for like Amy Schumer and right. a lot of big comedians that came right, down I here. So. Schumer, right. I was a little surprised by how it was, kind of, it was kind of like an emo performance from j Moore. I just was not expecting that. Plus, you know, and that, maybe that got me sick. I don't know. But then it was, you know, it went kind of downhill after that because I got under the weather on, uh, <laughs> on Sunday. Maybe, you know, maybe that conflicted to you getting worse. I don't know. But then after that... Uh, but we did meet Jay Moore. You didn't mention that. That's right. Sh- Shane Lucas Price actually got us in. He, he, he uh, back, brought say. us into the green room. Yeah. And uh, Jay Moore was eating the largest plate of short ribs I've ever yeah, seen in my was life. Like, it was just, just a pile, a mountain of short ribs. Is he, is he not doing well that he's just got to milk these, these appearances? And I hope eat? he's chasing with some Lipitor or something, I mean, man, because that, that's some, a bl- high like, blood pressure, man. He's at 300 cholesterol. If anyone but then uh, I, was wearing a, I was wearing a hip-hop shirt. I was wearing a Gangstar shirt. Right. And then I, as soon as I walked in the room, he, he lost his mind. And he was like, Gangstar, man, Gangstar. Cause then, right? Because I, I told you this because he used to do the show Lip Service with T-Money. Right. And he would always want to hear Take It Personal as they're going to break song. Right. So Gangstar, Take It Personal. So he went excited, but then he, he swerved us. So I was wearing the shirt from the Daily Operation, Daily Operation album. Right. And then he was like, Step Into the Arena is my right. jam. And right. we're like, and what? To, yeah, he goes, Just To Get A Rep is the best Gangstar song of all time. I'm like, what? Yeah. And we, and we Are as- we going to debate you, Jay Moore? 
and then that happened. And, and then we all had to politely go, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we had to do the whole, because, you know, you don't want to start trouble. So, oh, okay. And, yeah. And then he went on to say that the LL Cool J GOAT oh. album was the greatest yeah, LL Cool J so album of all time. Jay Moore, man. And the Paid the Cost to Be the Boss album yeah, is the best excited. Snoop Dogg album. He just was making all kind of greatest album claims. And he was sober. Claims. Yeah, he was sober. And we, we he was the, high on short ribs. He, <laughs> cholesterol does that to you. Yeah. Very strange references, but go figure. We had, the, we had a little, little convo with Jay Moore. Then we fast forward to Sunday. Uh, you saw this movie Saturday. I saw We're it on Saturday. Okay. We're talking about Captain Marvel. All right, so this, this is a rare occasion that we both see the same movie in the theater. Correct. On the same weekend, because I'm not really the, the theater person. You go right. pretty much every weekend. You want to stay in your house cry. and That's be upset. That's basically what I want to do, be upset and cry. It's, right. It's trending. So we went to see Captain Marvel. What did you give it? Uh, I'm giving it uh, three, three and a half mics. I'll say three and a half mics. Okay, three and a half. I was yeah. going to go, I was going to give it five, uh, four. Okay. I, was, I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. I think it told the story of, uh, it, it filled up a lot of plot holes that uh, we didn't know. Right. We're not to spoil But that's thing. what it felt like to me. It felt like a filler movie. Right, right. That's Filling what it felt like. Filling the holes to get ready for Avengers, right? Right. right. It felt like French fries, not a, not a hamburger, not a full meal. Not the full meal? But kind of French fries, though. But yes, I know <laughs> what you're saying. A waffle fry. I don't know. Yeah, hey, all right. I, I just wanted to throw you off. But I... It, it, it is what it is. I think if, if it's perfect timing for them to release it. It's making money. If they release it at any other time, right? Probably not. But it did what it's, it did its job. Yeah, She's I think it's good, good solid mid-tier Fine. Marvel for right. origin story. It's good. Mid, it sits right where the first Ant Man is and where Thor is to me. Like the first Thor, it kind of sits in there. Like it's all right. Okay. It's good. Right. It's all right. It's not. Right. But it just gets you hyped for Infinity, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Endgame, which is the whole purpose. Right, Correct. right. So that was fine. Uh, go in there, of course. You know, you sneak food in there, right? Do you? Do you sneak the food in the theater? Uh, we sneak Arade in the theater because I still think kakimochi is way too ours. expensive but, in the okay. theater, and they're charging five dollars for that tiny bag of Arade. Well. If anything, you're gonna buy it. You just you, you go in there. You know, you just get your diet coke, man, because you need caffeine. You need to be ready. You sneak soda in there. You the guy that no, brings no, that. You, ca- I buy oh. the caffeine there. I, I buy it there. I thought you're you the old man that opens a can soda in the theater. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, we're gonna buy the. Uh, what, what, what do we sneak uh, in? Burger, close. Burger Plate King, lunch. <laughs> Plate lunch has been done before, but yes, we got got the Burger King. For some reason, I like that chicken sandwich. Sean Iman and I have witnessed people bringing plate lunch into the theater. This that is the happens, restaurant yes. row dollar theater. Yeah, every people are just walking food. in there with groceries. You just can. Full grocery You just bring bag. backpack, you bring cargo shorts, that's all you need. You fill up the pockets, you're good. <laughs> Not the plate lunch, but I mean, you can put the plate lunch in and bring it in the backpack or get that one girl with the nice big bag. The whole theater you know, smells like curry. Well, that's their prerogative. But it, it, it's fine. And then, you're, and of course, you know that the great theater, you go Titan, uh, the Titan Lux. You get Theater 10 or Theater 11 because that's the one with the infamous, the men's restroom is right outside the exit door. Okay, so FYI, if you're going to go Auditorium 10 or 11, you sit all the way at the top, you, you reserve the top because then you can go pee whenever you like, go, she, she, do whatever. You just go right outside. If you pee it and you correct it and you time it, 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. The door is literally outside. This little tip. So then you don't need to miss nothing. You can just go and 30 seconds, what are you going to miss? So a little tip to everyone out there, the guy who designed the theater clearly was a guy because he put the men's restroom right there and the women's restroom all the way down, you know, all far away. That's why I enjoy it. Wow. Isn't that? 
That's the plan, man. That, that is the plan. That is definitely a plan of a 40, 40 year old man. God, this is a, this is a sad end, uh, beginning to this show. <laughs> like we just sound like two sad like hop of weirdos right now. Okay, so Captain Marvel was cool. Uh, another thing that we go, we're taking a two week break here. Right. FYI, right. So, That's right. So two week break on this one. Next week we're gonna release the uh, the special episode with a gentleman that happened to be here yet again. Kilowatts is here. You saw yes. him around here. He's, he's, he's I know. This is crazy. Woo. Jamal was here with an incredible episode that we did. We did a special episode after the uh, Cedric Clinton one, so we're going to release that one next week. Yep. And then after that, we have a thing that we do, the Old Futs Hip Hop Review. Well, we, I'm still compiling it, you man. hurry up, because I'm giving you a limited... I want, let's knock this out the first week of April. We're going to do 1993. You're in hip hop. It's going to be a 10-hour show. It's a, it's a long show. It's so, a long show. Yes. So since, since we have a break here, we're gonna pre- I, I want you to give, give me a little preview of what we're in store for the 1993 uh, year. All right. For the people that... Uh, it's it's so, a highly rated show. This 92 is, is going crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's been, doing, it's been doing well. Well, remember how this all started, and we won't go into the whole story again, but I told you that there is a market for you know, just trying to be a hip-hop historian. You know, Nerds LeBron James is going on and saying he's a hip-hop historian. Yeah. I, I, I seriously doubt he is a true hip-hop historian, but we're I trying to actually... We're actually trying to, like, put down a definitive list of albums that came out year to year that we can actually, like, talk about, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, we, forget, we forget all these albums were released in these key times, you know, in these key times. So I, I, I got it. Um, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm just saying 92 really... Uh, Test my will. I'm it, saying uh, 93 alone, psyche. I've p- compiled information on over 70 albums. That's horrible. All right, so then let's give a preview to everyone. So Throw on the some 93 albums that we can quick fire. So let's uh, just say on the good side, we're going to be talking about a debut album from a favorite group of mine called Black Moon from yeah, the Boot Camp right. Click. All right, good group of gentlemen. All right, yep. Nervous Records. Yes. Right? Enter the stage. Big Drew Ha. Yes. You know? First appearance of seeing Black Moon. Buckshot Shorty. Well, we talked about this on the 92 show. Rosie Perez had a show on HBO called Society's Ride. Right. It was a little-known show that would have live acts. Red Man, Black Moon, Brand Nubian. And it would be like kind of done like the Madonna documentary where backstage it would be black and white of Rosie talking to them. And then when they go on stage... And I just checked on YouTube and there are clips of the show. Really? Yep. Okay, well, then there, there's the Black Moon one. That the first time I'm seeing them, they're, they're these little kids, obviously, and they're coming out with their backpacks and they're handing out flyers for the... Enter the stage album. I mean, that's as raw for 1993 as you're going to get. And to see that in, in something that we would do to promote like a DJ event or what have you, that was pretty uh, pretty. Yeah, and Bootcamp Click, you know, the, it was a huge independent movement with, with them because they were not, they were kind of swerving the, in the, the, the major labels and they right. were kind of getting the, doing their own independent record deal out there with, right. with Nervous Records. Managed by and Drew so that's, Big Drew Ha. That's right. Big Holly Drew Ha, man. Yeah. Big Holly guy. That's Who was right. on... Okay, so here's another thing I want to reveal when we do this 93. I remember, remember I told you that Jane Pratt had a talk show. That's right. And she did a hip-hop week. That's right. And she's, she's a, Jane Pratt's daytime talk show host back in the 90s, who was the editor of InStyle magazine or something. Totally a woman that has nothing to do with hip-hop, right? She does a hip-hop week, and at the end of the week is culmination with the Uyghur movement. So she, she brings on all these guys, all these Hollies trying to be black. And it's the Uyghur, it's the Uyghur movement, and they, they had young black teenagers on as guests. And, and we're going to be getting, talking about young black teenagers. Them. We're like, what are these guys doing? What are you doing to yourself? And then they brought out Hank Shockley. And then they brought out Big Druha. And it was just a big kind of awkward mess. And 
that was my first time seeing Big Druha, and he's saying that he's the manager of Black Moon. And I was like, what? And this was me, like, 92, so I was, what, eighth grade? So that was kind of a weird situation that I, I just always, whenever I hear Big Druha or see him, I just think of Jane Pratt. And, and then these guys I don't really want to remember. But this song was fine. This song was fine. Right. That's right. That is correct. So... See, I told you, Kilowatts is here again. That's right. But ironically, yes. ironically, that's an album that we're going to be talking about. Dead yeah, End Kids almost, doing Lifetime Bids. Not, yeah, let's let's throw, throw one that's going to piss me off. What, what's uh, I think album? one, I don't know if it's going to piss you off, but it was definitely a huge album in 93, was this one. Well, speaking of Wiggers... Uh, one of the so, first Canadian hip-hop artists to blow up big. the translation of what he was saying on the bottom That's right. on the music video, which was just bizarre. And then, and who would have thought, Lonely Monday Morning, yes, that's right. Kilowatts is here. And then, the thing, MC Shan had the last laugh. Yep. MC Shan's on this record in such a strange way that we, know, we didn't see coming. Yep. And Multi-platinum he's single. Selling, telling F you to Kara's One right there. So, I, I gotta say that in... Big up to uh, MC Shan for that song. So, yeah, he made multi platinum single. Right. All right. What up? We're also going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal's album. That was 93. That's right. Shaq Diesel. That's right. Is that the one with, like, I'm Outstanding? Uh, and, uh, it was I Know I Got Skills. I Know I Got Skills. With Def Jeff. Oh, is it Biological Didn't Bother? Is he no, to... that's on this, oh. his second album. I want to but talk about that one. We also will be talking about his single with the Fushnikins. Oh, yeah. Fu What's right. up, Doc? Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Yeah, it's awful. Yes. But the, I know the lyric, lyric for lyric, a shack. But not Christian Leitner. Not Alonzo Morning. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. And, and, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that because we'll, if not, we'll be here for 10 hours and then it's going to be like more nerd talk. It's, 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 a, it's an interesting in intro to this show. We're talking a lot of nerd stuff. As we should, I guess. I mean, you know, 93, you know, 92, it's all, they're all highly rated. And speaking of that, and um, speaking of nerd stuff, uh, I'm, I'm not too sure, you correct me if I'm wrong, is, is the new Game of Thrones Yes, the new season the new uh, premieres season. next month. Okay. Everyone's highly anticipating this. You are not. You're one of the few people I know that does not give a damn about the show. Let me just, I just want to say this, okay? Uh, I've never seen one episode of this show, all right? Anytime somebody tells me winter's coming, I don't give a damn what they're saying, all right? So all I want to know is this. I'm, I'm going to give you the opportunity. I'm going to be open-minded to this. Give me the opportunity and sell me on why I should watch Game of Thrones. I, I'm open. Cabot, I think, does watch. But tell me right now, okay? I, I'm going to be open-minded. I'm not a fan of the wizards and the warlocks and the, and the, the so javelins. You never you enjoyed anything, swords and sorcery as a kid. You never enjoyed none of that stuff. I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't play with swords. I didn't do any of this stuff. The only thing I can remember that swords in it was Princess Bride, bro. That's that the only movie that matters. <laughs> Domingo Montoya, take them all out. As I, was, as I told you before, a good blaster takes out a sword. Indiana right. Jones, he pulled out his gun. He took him out right there. Right. All right? That should just, that's, that's me taking a shot at the Game of Thrones right there. Okay, so but I'm gonna be open. So just tell me literally, and you just tell I, me. I right just now. think I just think you're right. The it's it's more world building than anything else. If you can if you can appreciate the world building that George R. R. Martin does, what are we building? You know, with building the world of, of Game of Thrones, right? He's establishing all of these different worlds. It's it is a long show and it's a long game to build all of these characters, build all of these different worlds. How many seasons we got of this? 
I think they're in eighth. Forget it. How many episodes per season? Uh, usually about 10. That's 80 hours of stuff. So of I'll swords. just say this. I'll just say this. Four so hours. another friend of ours, a mutual I friend of ours. I scorn. Tyler. You have died. Tyler Uihara. He was a guy that, like you, he don't want to watch anything, uh, anything fantasy, oh, fantasy related. Tyler is stuck in 1987. It I told him, stick through the first six episodes of Game of Thrones. He watched the first six episodes. He watched the entire eight seasons in less than a week. Okay, so I will, I will leave this He called in sick for work the whole week. Well, as, as he it's, should. It's an addicting show. Get me addicted. Let's tell me what would be like your top three reasons that would sell me on this show. The writing, the acting, and like I said, the, the concept has never been done on television. How like has this, this never been done on because television? Because it's, it's a cinematic movie quality show. The level of acting, the level of writing, the production quality, the special effects. It's stuff that should be on the big screen. Okay, but we're, big you're getting it in episodic form, long form, Right. On, on HBO, which is unbelievable. You're getting a mini movie every, every episode. Okay. And, and the quality level, I think, is, is next to none for a fantasy show because it's, they're treating it, the writing, as they would like, you know, something high tier like The Sopranos or The West Wing. You know, they're treating okay. the writing and the direction. Right. You know, it's, it is a fantasy show. There's dragons, there's sorcery, there's. But, you know, All on right. the other side. Is there like nudity in this thing? Is there some women? Tons in this? of violence, there's tons of nudity. Right. So you got that going for you, right? And then the wizards and what yeah, the, wizards, the, wizards, the wizards fighting right? the hookers. What are they doing? What's going on here? All kind of all kind of stuff going on, man. There's so you dragons. Got the, or... You got the swords and the sorcery. You've got right. you've right. got uh, undead creatures. So it even mixes in like oh, Walking Dead, Walking Dead type yeah, yeah, all right. lore. And so I, I, right, I don't know if that right. sold it to you, but I well, you kind of did. I'll, I'll 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 watch one. I'll watch the first episode. I guess I think that's the best way to start with this damn thing. So. We, we, we rarely talk about sports on here lately because, you know, I, get, I have all, all these females on and, I mean, oh, bless their heart, but they're not, you know, they're not into sports, you know, they're, they're vegan. So, Sky, I know you're not a, a fan, but this is something I need to address. Uh, I can bring the mic around if you need me I to. Can, well, well, we'll do that in a bit, but then what I want to talk about is in baseball today, there's a man who plays for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, turn on the I-5, go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle, go to South Coast Plaza, Angels of Anaheim. And he's a man by the name of Mike Trout. And he just signed 12 years for $430 million. This is the biggest contract in, in history, in, in sports history. Okay, so $430 million for 12 years. This guy's 27 years old, all right? He's going to be 37 or 39 when he's, this contract's up. He can't opt out of it. He can't get out of it. That's it. Uh, he gets an extra $100 million than the previous record, which was a month ago, from this guy named Bryce Harper. So he gets, uh, get the sound effects ready for all these numbers, okay? So we got, Jeez. he's an extra $100 million more. He's one year less. He makes 98000 a day, if we break this down. He gets paid 221000 a game. All right, so, but the guy is not going to be recognized anywhere. Like, it's a typical looking Holly guy. You're not going to know what he looks like. He could go South Coast Plaza, live his best life, he'd be fine. But he's making all the money. He's, a, he's multiple MVP. He, at the end of his career, will be making $577 million in just the contract, not endorsement. So this is, this is groundbreaking, whether you watch baseball or not. This is a game-changing uh, situation, just financials <laughs> alone. Right? So I just had to address this. I mean, so, yeah, he's a winner. So with baseball... Okay, so here, here are the top contracts right now that were given out this past fall. 
the, the four players were Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, and Jake Arenetto, right? 1.32 billion for just those four guys, okay? Just those guys. The Tampa Bay Rays team, the total payroll in their history, 21 years, is just 1 billion. So they just got four guys. 21 years of this team being in existence is 1 billion. So, that's, so then the question, why am I bringing this, this up is, why are parents still making their kids play football? Why right. are parents still making them even play basketball? Right. Every parent out there, all you guys, one kid, two kid, five, baseball, bruh. Are you kidding me right now? No more now? concussions. Less injury. You can play longer. Depending on the, the, the position you play, eh, you don't have to do that much. There's no salary cap in baseball. I mean, well, you got to fly. That's a, yeah, that's a equal opportunity uh, situation. There's a lot of stealing if you, you're fine with that. But I mean, it, 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 just, it just begs the question, if you're a parent today, you know, I, I know you and I don't have, have kids, but why? Why are we even subjecting kids to play football at this point? If we're looking at it, I mean, if we're looking at it for just the kids' passion, whatnot, I'm saying, but you know how these parents are, and they just want to push them into playing golf young or playing, going to dancing young or whatever. Push them in baseball all day. That's good idea. That sounds good to me, man. That's, that's all I'm saying. So, Get paid. All right. And you got any, anything else here you want to throw out? Or are we gonna, is it time for that? that I time? think it's time for, uh, are we doing uh, audience, do audience questions? Let's here? do it for uh, anybody out there that's got audience questions. Ask uh, anything regarding anything. We got, oh, there we go. Russ is, here he is. Russ got, we got a question. Here we go, Russ in the house. So a uh, sports question for the week. Oh, I have a couple, actually. But the first is uh, biggest Titans uh, slash Oilers disappointment, past or present? Uh, I, I don't want to say the name, but I have to say the name because that's the it. only one that comes up. Let me hear it. Does it start with an M? It's Jake Locker. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's not no. It's got to be Vince Young. Okay. It's got to be Vince Young. All right. Because coming out, I mean, look at that draft class, right? You got Matt Leinart, Vince Young, Reggie Bush was like, oh, this can't go wrong with this draft class. It didn't really come and turn out that way, did it? And for the Titans to get him rather than Leinart, when they had, shout out Norm Chow <laughs> as the OC, <laughs> and they Terrible. passed on Leinart, I was like, okay, this guy might have something. And then he, when the Titans were 0-8, he did take them to eight wins in a row, and he got up to eight and eight. Very good uh, hope, as you see. But then the guy was just too much of a head case. Mm. It, was the, it was mentally that messed him up. I see. The ability was there. It's just the, I mean, he's, he's spending money at Cheesecake Factory all day. I mean, who really wants to eat at Cheesecake Factory more than once a year, really? I mean, <laughs> he's there every week, so I, that's a True. red flag, you know? There was that, a lot of weird spending, throwing the pads in the crowd, running out in... <laughs> He was missing for a bit, you know. He made That's Jeff true. Fisher worry, which is he not a good gone. thing because he's already a psycho. So I got to say Vince Young. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Follow-up question. Hey, all right. Do you think Mariota is heading that way as well? Not a head case. He's a good guy, but he doesn't have that killer instinct. Mm -hmm. He's not a killer. Well, he I, needs to be a killer leader slash asshole kind of situation where he's too nice of a guy. Well, I mean, just a lot of hope for he that guy. He needs to be someone. He needs to be a real someone guy. He needs to take charge. Soleil. Chihu! He, he got to focus his that. inner Chihu. You know what it is? His, his Chihu ratio is off. That's what it is. I don't think he... Have we ever had him record on video him doing that at all? No. Nope. Because he's trying to keep it cool. He's trying to keep it cool for his agent. 
He's trying to keep it cool for those bank commercials that are garbage. He needs, they need to call up Booyah Tribe, whatever they're doing. They're hanging out doing nothing, I bet, and then we can bring them up. Shut up, Booyah Tribe, sorry. But they're going to be doing something, and then we can bring them in, and then they can kind of, you know, shake them up and tell them, hey, come on, bro. And then that'll maybe get instill the fire, you know, for this guy. Cause... But then again, there's, there's coaching problems, too. He's had a new offensive coordinator every year. He's had new coaches every year. Mm, he can't get used okay, to things. Okay. The coaching staff is a dumpster fire, and as Rob DeMello said a while ago, and I agree. So there's that. I don't think he's, back to the, your question, I don't think he's uh, as bad as Vince oh, Young. Yeah. He still has, there's still hope. Okay. There's still hope for him. Okay. We yeah. got another question in the crowd here. Hey, right. Kill the Warren in the house. Hey, shout out. Mokes. Mokes. Mokes opening soon. Mokes. Kaimuki opening soon. So you mean to tell me that Vince Young is the biggest disappointment in Titans history when you had a coach by the name of Jeff Fisher? He's uh, right below. <laughs> Jeff Fisher, the most overrated coach. I don't know why he keeps getting jobs. He's unemployed now, finally. He should not have had as long a tenure as he should have. I, I, I totally agree. It, was, it, was it him or was it Vince Young? I just want to know. For the record. Uh. For the record. Well, it was Jeff Fisher was part of drafting him. So if we if we can say if we can put the foundation of this fire, he 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 put the gasoline on it, and then Vince had the match, and then <laughs> then we just did that, and we just let's burn it all down. So for coaches, yeah, but if we had to go, if we had to sip, uh, separate it out, coaches and players, yeah, I would have fair, to put Fisher fa up. There. Fair's fair. <laughs> I mean, I put Jack Pardee in there too if you want to go really far back in the day, but I'm old. Sorry. Sean Iman in the house. Hey, shout out Sean Arman. No shout sports, out to no sports updates? Very rare occasion that you come out. How, do, how about them Seahawks? No Seahawks questions? No Bay Area questions? Bay Area? Anything about uh, the Bay you're interested in? You're from there. I don't know. Don't, don't think too hard. Okay. All right. Is that it? <laughs> this segment, it, 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 it's trying. It's growing, this segment. It, it's better. Anybody got a question? Oh, here we go, here we go. Oh, okay, I mean, it, it, we, we're getting more questions every week. So, you know. How was your experience in Pearl City this weekend? Oh, oh. hey. What a, what a way to end uh, this first segment. The happiest um, place on the island. Okay, so let's back, back, back this up. The reason why I had to go there, okay? So, I went there because Easy Music Center, Pearl City... Now, keep in mind, it's called Pro City, just to lay that out for the beginning of the story. Easy Music Pro City was closing down by the end of this month, so they're having the liquidation sale. So I'm like, okay, I can go down, you know, get, I don't know, DJ equipment, you know, <laughs> mics, fuzzy things on the mic, whatever stuff. You can go down there, but then I had to go to Pro City. So I had to go, of course, and I've never been to Pro City. As you know, I don't go past Kalihi. So last time I've been to Pro City, well, it's been a good four years. So I'm like, am I going to survive? Am I going to make it? Am I going to know where I'm going to go? So obviously my GPS, because I'm that guy. I'm born and raised here. I'm sorry. So then I go to there, and I'm like, so I throw it out there. As I'm going to Pro City, I throw on uh, what the old people call Facebook. I say to the people there, where can I go to eat and get takeout when I'm in Pro City? So I get all these different types of great suggestions. Thank you. To yeah, tons everyone. of comments. Everybody was excited, apparently, that I was going to Pro City. So, so the, the one that, that caught my eye was from a man that's uh, in the audience right now, Kenrick, who said that I should go to... This place, little off, it's, it's this place called Ayat Town Center, which was very bizarre. So I'll, I'll get to that, but it was called... I know it very well. <laughs> right. So, right, so that's, well, keep in mind, Pro City is the, is the name of this place, Easy Music Center. But is it really Pro City? 
we, 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 get, we get debated answers on this. But as I'm going there, I'm going to the IAEA Town Center on my way to Pearl City to go to a place called Queen Street Cafe. That's right. So I go in there. So first I go to, I go, I knock out priority one. I go to Easy Music Center. I go in there and, you know, different world. I see the rail. I see the, the, the pillars. I'm like, well, okay, this, this might happen, no? And then I go in and I find, and then I, I, I park the car. I'm there. I'm talking to all these pro-cityites, if they are pro-city. People are going to tell me it's debatable, but I'm in there. Did they all have of, smiles on their faces? Everybody's happy. They're all like, hey, what's up, bro? And the sale wasn't very good because it's like 10% off, so, you know, FYI. Uh, shit will be gone by like the 30th. And then after that, I go, I'm like, okay, it's time to eat. Okay, I, 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 I text Kenrick. I said, Kenrick, I'm going. What, what should I get? So he gets the firecracker chicken. We get uh, what's known as the steak is what they call it. And then I go in there. and then the I, Chiave, and I, Chiave smoked steak. Chiave smoked, thanks. And then I go into there, and it's in this IAEA town center. I've never been there. I, it's, you have to turn by that 49er right. place that I, I remember you know, as, as a kid because you know, I haven't been to Pro City in a while. I remember the 49er thing still there. So I'm like, I'm actually going past there. I've right. never gone past there before in my life. So I'm going there. I'm like, where am I going? It's a new world wow, over here. a whole new world. It's a whole new world, Aladdin. And then we're going in there. We're turning right. And then I see this thing. And then I see Hughley's Southern Food, which is something that you, you have uh, turned me on to as far as good Southern food. And then I see this place known as Queen Street Cafe. I go in there. All the local people are there. I, I feel like, you know, am I going to fit in? And then, you know, I, and I go in there. And then I first... This people Bryson, right? Is this people Bryson? Is people Bryson still alive? He passed. He He's taken to a whole new world uh, called Pro City, bro. Uh, people Bryson was looking down on me then from heaven, and he was saying, "You're gonna go to the right place." He went to Queen Street Cafe, and then he said to order firecracker chicken steak. I go in there, and, and of course, you know, I'm gonna walk in there and can make an order. And I said, you know, even though I'm there to make an order, but you always have to do as local person, you have to ask that question, right? So I'm going, can I make an order? Yeah, okay. And I'm like, can I get the combo plate? I'm like, I'm, I'm swear to God, I, I, I just go into that mode, okay? And then, so she's there, the, the girls. Your, like, your voice, yeah. it's a pitch, right? It's like, a pitch. You got to talk in up talk. You got to talk like asking a question. For real. Every time. And so you do that, I'm waiting there, and it was the best play lunch I've Hey. I, that's a five mic play lunch. So, so was I in IAEA or was I in Pro City, but it was disguised as IAEA? All right. All right, all right. So I actually did go to Pro City for Easy Music Center, and I went to IAEA for real for IAEA Town Center. This isn't like some trying to scoot your head. All right. Five mics. Kamal was the cutoff. Really? So it's kind of like Mike Romoku. So it's like Upper Kemoku is Micromoku, and then the lower is the Koreans. And then the bridge is Baratania. You got the, the blockade. All right, same, same thing. Pro Ridge area. So then we'll call it that. It's confusing, man, I'm telling you. This is why I'm not going past Kalihi. This is it. I'm not going anywhere past this. Forget it. Okay, so yeah, that's it. That's it. People are telling me to hurry up. So let's get out of here. Let's go. We got, we got a lot of storytelling to go. Our guest, DJ Drama. Woo! A lot of stories. Yeah. Stone Groove family. Kilowatts is back here again. He, may, he might say something. I don't know That's what right. he's going to say. All kind of characters here. Let's go. Sleep time's over. Let's take a break. 
Sleep Time's Over will be right back. Sleep Time's Over is back with another banger. And we're back. Uh, this very, uh, we usually have the two guests thing, but you know, we're going to have, have our special guest. So we're going we're gonna to talk to this man in a great deal. But um, a couple of news and notes as we uh, head on out. We have a two-week break. Uh, you know when you have a list of things and you have a, like a checklist of things and, you know, that you want to occur and you don't want to occur on a show? One of them just happened. We had our first almost fight in our, in the, at the highbrow. Uh, <laughs> now let, let's go. Let, let's be, let's backtrack a bit and let's go with our checklist. We've we've had blood on the show. We've had we've had blood from a girl on the show, and it's not what you think. It's in her mouth. Let that fantasize in your mind. And then and then now we had our first but uh, kind of scuffle thing. So you know we, we're just going down the line and just checking off all the red flags we can find. Hashtag fire. Uh, <clears throat> no. So. That's not Doug. Who said that? Really? So, before we uh, before we uh, introduce our, our our guest here, we're gonna go in for uh, the month of April. Next week is gonna well before April. We're gonna, next week is gonna be the the kilowatts episode that we did. We're gonna do that. We're gonna post that one up. Ninety three hip hop show is coming first week of April. Correct, Sky. That's right. All right. Hopefully, and then we're gonna have uh, Rucka is gonna be on. We got the WrestleMania show is gonna be on. Qualified is gonna be there. Uh, we're gonna have the wrestling uh, trivia quiz. We're going to have the wrestling promo battle. A lot of nerds will be in here. A lot of people from the parents' basement are going to arise and, and, and join us and, and be out at night. And they'll be there for that one. Uh, we're also going to have... I, I, I emailed her and we're going we're gonna to see because we, we need to have more females on the show. we got Ashley Nagaoka. I, I finally pulled the trigger on Ashley Nagaoka. She's going to be here for the April uh, festivities. I don't know which week yet. Lacey Denise will be here. Yeah. Lacey Denise or Ashley Nagaoka? Who's hotter? Don't answer. So we're going to go and have her. She just newly got engaged. She's been uh, on the show before, Lacey Denise. So there you go. It's, yeah, hey. Shout out to engagement. Right? Yeah. Right? Some people in the crowd getting engaged yeah, as well, we right? Another engagement. A lot of engagements going on. Right. And then... I think so. What? And <laughs> All the love. All the love. A lot of love. We're feeling a lot of love. Lots of loving. Pete Roxio Smooth. Yeah. LOL all day. So let be, okay, so let be, let, let's continue the love. All right? Let's go with a, a man who is a... This, this man's a Hawaii hip-hop legend in, in my book and in a lot of other people's books. He's one of the founding members of the crew that you, you, you may have seen around the town throughout many years, almost decades at this point, right? Stone Groove family. Let's bring on the legend. DJ Drama, let's go. Where's he at? Oh, man. There we are. How about it? How about it? First off, I'm going to forgive you for not liking Game of Thrones. You know what? Let me tell you this. All right. Let me tell you something right now. Why would you oh. not want to see people get chopped in half on a weekly basis? You just give me the Death Star. You send the Death Star into that land, blow them all down. Come That's on. Too simple, Aren't you a Star Wars guy? Oh, I, I, to the fullest. Okay. But at the same time, you can't dismiss quality television. Okay. That's a good point. I give you that. Quality is good. I, I'm going I'm to watch this show. Okay. Gonna, how, how long is each episode here? We, we looking at 50 minutes? Oh. Yeah. Roughly. Give or take. Oh, come on. We got some good stuff to do, man. We got you know, jobs, man. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it in, in your honor. I'll do that now. I'll do it in your honor. I'll watch episode one and see what goes on with this. You know, Just see how much sex is in it. We'll, that'll determine. 
Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so here, here's a little little factoid on why why uh, I, I chose that song for you walking in. Okay, okay. Little, we're gonna go we're gonna go delve right back into uh, DJ delve back into the day with you. <laughs> you like that one? We're gonna Chris Camet. We're gonna Chris Camet. The I remember at Nick's Fish Market the first time. You probably don't remember this at all, but you was at Nick's Fish Market DJing that night for Lucas. Shout out. Shout out. And I think this was like the, right when you got on, you juggled Do It Again. Wow, Jay-Z. You did? you did the intro. And I'm like, oh, who this guy? And I, I still remember that. And it was hot. And then you, you was always playing like the, the, the club bangers that were not club bangers, if that makes sense. Like, Total. It was the ones that, like the under the radar thug stuff, like the Beanie Siegel that would not be played. Or album cuts. Too. Album cuts, yeah. right. So that was always a thing. Yeah, shout out album cuts. But that was a thing that always. And that, that was just like, that, that caught my attention right away. I think this was like maybe like 99, 98. Ooh, Nick's Fish Market was yeah. 2000. Okay, yeah. And then from then on, that's what you always blew me away because you always had you always had the wow. the cuts as they were That's called. crazy. I sure don't, you don't remember, remember that. No, that in particular. No, forget it. Yeah, you're not gonna remember that. I'm glad uh, <laughs> I impressed you though. But that impressed me from that day. Yes. So it was always always it was always fun. And when you know at Brew Moon, seeing you come in, and you be there, you know, two or three other guys that. I don't know who these people are, but they're coming in with you, and you had this whole entourage. And don't be, don't it, be humble. You was one of those DJs. Oh, too, come on, man. Man. Quite frankly, but okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that. I, I, let's go to the origin. Let's go to origin. Okay. Okay. Talk, talk about your DJ name for the people that don't know DJ Drama. What, where you got that name from? Um, long time ago, even before Stone Group Family, I was on Radio Free Hawaii. Shout on, out. Uh, static show, the late Shout night out. listening yes. party. Shout out, Monty. Um, that's where I first met Min, Asia, yep. uh, Jamal, yep. One Night Stand. Wow. Shout uh, out, One Night Stand. Uh, Nat King Soul. Wow. Uh, DJ XL. Yep. Uh, and we're sitting in, because you, you had the control room and then you had the back room where the turntables were at. So I'm sitting in the back there, and, and I was just going by my first name and last name at that time. Yep. Jason Brink. Yep. There was no DJ name. So we were going through stuff, going through stuff, and I was like, mm, well, I'll keep the J for, for the first letter of my name. Yep. But then at first I was like, I was going to go by Draw, J-Raw. Uh, then I was like, ah, that sounds too corny. And I was like, drama? Well, okay, it explains a lot of things that go on in my life. Right. So. Um, but then I took it one step further. I used every letter to represent something. Yes, so you did. I'm going to give this away because there's only one other person that knows this. Sub knows this. Shout out Sub-Zero. Shout out Sub-Zero. Yeah. Where are drama, you, Jerry? Drama stands for Jason Runs All Musical Aspects. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. So, but it was, uh, I don't know, I was playing Fortune Teller or something because Later on down the road, now it makes sense because your producer, I'm producer now, yeah, yeah. So, little I guess fact. So you you didn't reveal that to a lot of people through the years. Nah, interesting. No one throughout the years ever said like, oh, how you got your name, and they never. I never told them that. You never told them that. I just told them like, nah, you know, I got it. You know, somebody said this, or I got this, this. I never gave like the real total explanation. Yeah. So, wow. Breaking news on how about Sleep that, Times huh? Over. 2019. Go figure. All kind of stuff going down. 
So originally from San Francisco? Correct. When did you arrive here? September 1988. Oh, okay. Sophomore year in high school. What brought you here? Moms wanted to get away from Cali. At that time, it was, you know, even up in the Bay, it was still like hella violence, a lot of gang yep. stuff. And she was like, I'm going to take you back to the islands because she's from here. My mom's oh, okay. whole side of the family is from here. That's Got where it. the Hawaiian blood comes from. Got it. Uh, so she was like, ah, let me take you back so you be safe. You'll at least live till you're 18. Yeah. So took me and my brother out here, and the rest is history. Wow. Wow. So what then decided for you to become a DJ? Well, how did that all um, come about? That didn't happen until 96, 97. Yeah. Um, I was in college. My brother actually ended up buying turntables, uh, something to do I guess I don't know like yeah. I wasn't even into it yeah. I would just see him at, at the house and he would be playing with records and I just jumped on it one day yeah. um, <laughs> the rest is history and that, wow and that just that just turned yeah, you on so to shout out my brother wow if it wasn't for him we would not have this man played with turntables wow so would you would you call him your motivation for well, this whole a, situation he's a DJ too right he DJs in San Francisco okay yeah so I don't know I guess you know sometimes when when because me and my brother were like four years apart, so yeah. it was something for us to meet on a common ground, yeah. to get along. You know, right. so we weren't fighting all the time. Right, stuff. right. So I don't know. I guess God put it there for us to become something uh, successful at. Indeed, indeed. So biggest accomplishment then to date, really? Why don't we just go with that all all time? Um, wow, single out just one. If you could. I mean, you've done a lot of stuff, man. If there was something... One thing that was really dope that a lot of people don't know. Um, 2002, I moved to Richmond, Virginia to work for Radio 1 Broadcasting to be a mix show DJ on station at the time was Hot 993. Um, I mean, it took me 30 days literally to touch down, sign, uh, sign on a dotted line. Uh, they threw me on the mix... The mix at six, yeah, and then I would do uh, weekends, and um, they had specialty mix shows. I would do live appearances, right. uh, DJ opening DJ for concerts. Uh, I had a few club nights, um, and at that time in, in 02 out there in Richmond, that's when the Clips album dropped. So right. Virginia was incredibly like, oh my god, it was the shit. Yeah, like seriously, it was the shit. Yeah. Um, so I stayed out there for four months, and then the sister station, they ended up merging together. So okay. I was like low man on the totem, because a lot of good DJs got cut you know, out of there. Actually, shout out to DJ Foot because he was the one that put me on. Uh, shout out DJ Ha, he was the one that put me on, too. Um, so when that happened, it was like, eh, I don't want to stay on that side of the world yep. and try to work my way back up the ranks. And at that time, I kind of had a, a newborn... Uh, my daughter was only two at yeah. that time, so it's like, mm, do I want to stay on this side of the world, bring them here, or just go back to paradise and join back with the fam and uh, okay. jump back in the rotation? And <clears throat> so total time there was was four months. How long? Mm, were you there? July, well, July to <clears throat> November. So that was more than four okay. months. Okay. Wow. So, well, let, let's 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 go into this because there's a lot of stuff we gotta cover <laughs> yeah. here. Let's you go back three, in the day. You need a three-hour show for all. Oh this God, stuff. don't. Uh, <laughs> You saying that just made me real tired, but 
Let, let's 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 try and uh, get to as much as we can. I I, I gotta start with uh, first DJ gig in Honolulu. What what was the first place you played? The NCO Club on Schofield. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Before anything in town. Yeah. Before seventeen thirty nine. Yeah. Uh, I was DJing on on military base, wow, and we would okay. also do barbecues on the weekends on the base. Mm. Uh, so that was like my first like experience being in front of people and DJing. Oh, okay, okay. Were you, what were you playing? What At was, that what time, was that, what was the vibe of that place? Being that your first gig, all booty music. Yeah, Luke, all Boys day. and Clan, Sixty uh, Nine Boys. All day. There you go. Uh, wow. Anything at a, at a one twenty twenty one twenty five <laughs> BPM. Yeah, pretty much. Oh God, that was that was headaches, weren't they? Uh, Okay, so then we, we let, let's let's just get into this already. The Stone Group family, if, if for the people that don't know, who created this? When did it begin? Who thought of the idea for Stone Group? Um, okay, we got to shout out Grant Fukuda. There he is, G Dog. <laughs> he was waiting for that one. Right? Yes, that is. He's he's supposedly okay. on island. Is he on island? Uh, we don't know this. The ghost. It's a the rumor. Ghost of G Dog is, oh. is around somewhere. Man, shout out wherever you are. Grant's Golden Brand. I think it was like 97, 98, um, and it was first just Grant and Gary O. Shout out Gary O. Shout out Gary Owens. Um, now, where Grant got the name, I don't know if a lot of people know this either. Yeah. The movie Trading Places. Uh, you know you know what I'm about to say, right? Really? Tell the people. The part when Eddie Murphy has the party in the crib for the first time, and then it's the end of the night, and then you got... The two dudes that would always rag on them, the ones that were uh, in locked up with them. So they're coming down the steps, and they tell them, that was a stone groove party, my man. And that's where Grant got the name for Wow, the how about that? So I Shout out the movie the two Trading two Places. Shout out Trading Places. Wow. Gosh. That's where that <laughs> Am guy I blowing got... your mind yet? I, I, I did not know this. this. This was never talked about all these years. And wow. you got it from that movie. Yeah. And I remember that part of the movie. Okay. Yeah, seriously. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. So at, at, when did you meet him? Um, How did this whole meeting begin? Well, like I said, I was already on Radio Free. So okay. I was, we was doing a concert, uh, uh, Static, um, was doing something with Golden Voice at that time. And it was a show at yes. um, The Groove. Yes. Shout out The Groove. Uh, wow. Yeah, that was, that was a great club. <sighs> so... I was We're DJing old. and I got done, and then Sub and Grant walked up on me, you know, pulled me to the side and yeah. just asked me, "Do you want to be part of the crew? We're putting, you know, a group together. We're gonna start doing our own parties." Yeah. It was it was kind of like the total anti-club uh, yeah. theory behind what we was doing. Yeah. Um, Brew Moon didn't even exist yet. Right. We were doing Cafe Mardi Gras. Right. At the time. Wow. Yeah. Am I still blowing your mind? <laughs> this is why you are here, sir. We, we, need, we need to put this, uh, document this for, for history, yes, for the okay. people that don't, don't know. Uh, Cafe, shout out Cafe Mardi Gras. Yeah, Cafe Mardi Gras was, was incredible. Wow, Jamal knows. And then yeah. after that came Brew Moon and right. everything else uh, right. that we jumped into. And, and Brew Moon, let, let's just get into this. I mean, that was a whole different kind of a affair because yeah. I remember the, I, I still remember this, the week one of Brew Moon. When it was, it was in me, the front. Yes. Not the back yet. Not the back the yet. Front, yeah. It was in the front. Nobody really was there. No. Nope. Uh, 
Delve, Chris Cam calls me up that night, and <clears throat> let me do my Chris Cam impersonation. <laughs> oh, so you like you, you like Lego Ottawa? Oh, that's like, spot on, dog. I'm like, uh, where are we going? Oh, I like like Lego Blue Moon. What? Like, what's that? Oh, my friend, he's playing over there. He's playing over there. His name's Grant. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, they have beer. Okay, and then we go. And then it didn't dawn on me that his friend Grant was Grant Fukuda, who I remember as a skater. Right, right. He, 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 he judged the pro competition that was in 89, and right. I, I knew this guy, Hosoi. And right. I'm like, holy crap, is, is that, that's Grant? Yeah. So me and him are, are standing like two, like two turds, and we're just standing. And he doesn't drink, right? And he's like, you want to try this beer? Yeah. And he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to talk to me about... Delve's not listening. And he's trying to tell me about beer, and he's still like, yeah, you should get this beer. So they make their own beer here. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then we're there, and then, and then, and then the Grant's playing, and, and then the, the stuff he's playing was just so yeah. unlike anything else, which would set the tone for that place, yeah. where he would play James Brown, yeah. and then he'd play Tribe, yeah. and then he'd play Total, yeah. and then he'd just cover the spectrum, but it was all smooth, and then that's where that kind of movement went, the anti-club, like you're saying, where it was just a smooth-out play for the women which should be the yeah, case that anyway. Was, <laughs> that was the right, key. Right? And it, it was just, it was an amazing place. And that, I mean, you, you know all about that place. <laughs> like I said, you need a three-hour show just to right. cover Brew Moon. Right, I mean, but so that was, it was, that was the it first. Was at that time, like, because, you know, what, what was cracking at that time? Like Eurasia and yeah. like uh, uh, Zanzibar. Right. So every, every club was all doing radio. Yeah. Uh, gigs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, very high, so, imp- high intensity. Yeah. Parties. So we would always get, you know, that's where we actually got to break the Maxwell records in. Yeah. Music Soul Child, Just Friends. Yeah. Uh, Sade. Yeah. Um, all that other stuff that, you know, you would probably play at the end of the night in, in, that was prime in the time. music club. Yeah. Yeah. But we was playing those like prime time. Yeah. In Brew Moon. And, and I don't know, it just, it developed a cult following that, Lasted what five, six years? It was it was amazing because yeah. two thousand four, I think that's when it ended. Yeah. So yeah. around ninety nine and yeah, that's about right. Right. So then that was, that was the thing. Well, and that's how I. It was after that one week, Grant needed a person to open the first hour, because as you know, Grant doesn't want to play the first hour. He'd rather go. Oh, see, Grant, I'm about to snitch on you, dog. That was his way of getting out of DJing half the time. Correct. Because that's when we brought Freeze on, too. And, and he would make Freeze DJ. And you would have Dirty Rice there sometimes, too. He would make Dirty Rice DJ. Kilowatts knows. And the reason why is because brother's going to be at Ryan's <laughs> drinking Long Island's or whatever right, the hell he's doing. Right. We know, you know what we're talking about, bro. And you're taking a nap. Or whatever, he'll come back after like an hour and a half. Oh, sorry, I just, I just, I just woke up. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you just woke yeah, up, bro. Yeah. What the hell? So be, it was because of that that after Delve and I went, the very next week, he asked Delve to, to open for him. Right. Delve could not do it. So he told Grant to call me. And four years later, the rest is history. that was, that was kind of... So I, I owe it to Grant as another person who helped get me on to go into this whole journey of because I learned a lot from from that place too of, of just well, what you just said yeah going that route playing that route playing that type of style and it was fun to do and vinyl, it, vinyl only right let's, let's we gotta emphasize oh, that yeah, we 
you can't know, overlook that. It was you got to strictly you vinyl. Pick the certain records out. You know, we're only gonna bring a bag or two. And what are we gonna What are we gonna do, right? Yeah, yeah. And there, there was that. So I, I give all the credit to to Grant for doing that, and it taught me a lot. And got to got to meet you and all the other yeah. gentlemen. But um, what were the weekly spots for you around that time? We're looking at ninety one to two thousand four. Where were you out um, and about? Where, where were your? I know Nick's Fish Market for one, but. Uh, we was doing Soldier Fridays at Pipeline. Right. That's um, right. Shout out to Alika. Uh, Hard Rock Cafe. That's right. Was uh, it Shipley's too? Uh, uh, they were, yeah, that was Grant and Gary O was doing Shipley's. That was the college night party. Yes. Yeah. One in Manoa that was where we playing Jane's Addiction all day in Manoa. Right? Boy. Freeze knows. We're standing there. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, Holly's here, so. What other so, weekly? I mean, 1739, of 1739, course. 1739, right. I mean, Pussycat Lounge. Pussycat Lounge, right. Shout, Shout out, out Flash. Flash. Flash, you're coming on the show, bro. You Holly. Okay, yeah. Uh, liquids. Yeah, liquids. Yep. Man, Eurasia. Eurasia. I was on a radio in 2000. Okay. I was on Jammin' 93.1. Uh, so we had Eurasia. We had Zanzibar. We yep. had... Uh, Gosh, man. You you named the heavy hitters already at this point. <laughs> I mean. And then uh, uh, we would do compadres. We was doing... Uh, yeah, there was, there was so was many... Was that Wednesdays? Place. Yeah, okay. it was a Wednesday night. It was. Yeah. I mean, we was all over the place at that right, time. Right, right. You know? That was, that was a lot of... What was, what was in Waikiki? What were the spots in Waikiki? There was something. What, what Fashion was? Forty Five. Fashion Forty Five. Stairs from Zanzibar. Right. There was something else, right? Black Diamonds also. Oh. Oh gosh. no, it was um. Not the seller, right? No, 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 no. I know it's, it was a name before that. There's something else. Freeze. They, what is this one in Waikiki? Freeze was off the island at that time, I think. Oh. Uh, no, I know Fashion it's Forty Five, but they had what? the theory of sp splitting it up into three different sections, and yes. each section. Played its own genre. Yeah. The maze? The maze. The was maze. it the maze? All right. The maze. How's this old foot talk, everyone? <laughs> but people know the maze. People remember the maze. It was a very bizarre, very bizarre place. Yeah. Cubert was at there, yes. Yeah. That's right, yes. Um, so, okay, so I, I got to throw this at you. Who, who's uh, who's the favorite Hawaii DJ that you would want to check out when you're out and about? Because I know you, you, you're going to be going to gigs here and there, but if you were out on your own back in that time, who would be your, your guy to be like, eh, you know, this would be the guy i check out. Two dudes. Um, Spaz, number one. Shout hey, out, shout out come out to Spaz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spaz was my dog, yo. Like, for real, for real. And um, JP. Oh, J -Pop. wow. Yeah. Where's he at right now? On television somewhere. <laughs> really? He's on, he's on TV? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it was those wow. two, like, pretty much everywhere I went, they were they were the ones that were always DJing. Yeah. Um, even before I was a DJ, like, I would still go check them out just because yeah. the club would always be cracking. Right. Spaz was, like, incredible in the rumors, like, every damn week, yo. Oh, I'm sure he dominated rumors. Yeah, right? no, yeah. He, yeah. he did. Shout out rumors, too. I DJed there also. You read rumors? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, those those would be the two, you know. Like I, I would say. I mean, although I, you know, I knew the James Coles and, and right, 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 right. You know everybody else, but right, right. They, they were 
into more radio uh, right. events and stuff. Right. Like Spaz was still like the people's DJ uh, at that time. Right. Right. So I was always like wherever he was at. Ah. Uh, Even going back to the cellar days. Poof. Cellar. People go in, some come out. <laughs> not I don't know. The same. Not, <laughs> you're not the same if you go to cellar. With that said, strangest thing you've ever seen while DJing. Oh wow. You know, is that a three-hour show in itself? There was a challenge. Somebody gave this chick one time. Can I say this on your show? You can. But you say say all you want. I'm I not edit. gonna say who gave the chick the challenge. Okay. But challenge the chick to disturb me while I was DJing with her hand in my pants. All right. I like this story already. So, so it did. It didn't work. <laughs> So so what what how did this this uh come come down? So you're you're playing, you have no idea yeah, what's going I'm, on. I'm switching so, records. Right. And then all of a sudden I just feel a chick coming from behind and throw her hands in my pants from really? behind. And uh what's going through your mind? Uh as first a- I I had to turn around just to make sure it was a chick. <laughs> Number one. Oh, bump. Number two, uh I can't interrupt the dance floor though. No. So that's what that was the challenge of it. Okay. Was to keep flipping records and, and DJ how I DJ. You yep. know, every minute half, you know, I'm not letting whole songs play. I'm in the club and I'm I'm doing all this and right. she's doing stuff with her hands too. Oh fantastic. That's yeah. great. <laughs> I mean that's Oh juggling. <laughs> to single out. She's juggling one. something. I mean there's there's many, many, but I'd, I'd probably be snitching on Sub if I was to tell some of the other oh, stories. Oh, Jerry, where are you right now? Let me tell you this right now. Sub-Zero, where are you at? You sleeping? Pre-internet. Thank God everything happened before the internet. Hey, all right. Shout out to dial-up or not. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Okay, so still blowing your mind. I, this is all fantastic. So we're going we're gonna to do this. I'm going to give one sentence answer to the following. I'm just okay. going to throw out stuff to you. Brew Moon. Could sum it up in one sense. Groundbreaking. Yeah. I'll just sum it up in one word. Yeah, that's it. That does it. Yeah. That was a, that was an interesting, very interesting it, fun it, it, party. It always amazes me. Like, what are we like? Fifteen years past it. Yeah. And people still talk about it like it was just this past Sunday. Yeah. Like that. That's the part that always amazes. That's me. That's the trippy part too. That we gotta let people know that it was a Sunday night party. Yeah. It was it was a Sunday night party that is just you you yeah. I don't know if that's a fathomable in 2019 that went down and it was packed not that, on a Sunday yeah. right I mean right I mean back then I mean you had like what what did we have back then Asian Avenue but then Black no Planet one, <laughs> no one gave a damn but no. yeah there really was no social media and for it, something like that. Ward Center, which word, is like a graveyard now. Yeah. We never, I don't even think we had flyers. There was no flyers to this. No. I mean, you had like maybe a few Dark Side of the Moon stuff, but that was yeah. very few yeah. and far between. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, Nick's Fish Market. How long did that go for that you were there? Nick's? Nick's was, yeah. Nick's was about three, two, three years. Yeah. Wow. One sentence for Nick's. I was a big fan of that. I would the, go the to the, that. the smallest club with the most hypest crowd. Yep. 
And you at least had the stage. You were on that stage. Yeah, like you only could fit, what, 50 people in there, but it felt like a 1,000 people in there some night. People sitting in the boots. They were boots for the win. (laughs) I mean, we're we're in a high-class restaurant. People standing up on the furniture. But that was the thing that... Right. Okay, that was the thing that you you referenced because it was a a higher-end spot. Yeah. And for you going in there, playing the stuff you did was just amazing. That that's why I it always I remembered this where you would play do it again, where you would not hear do it again in Nick's Fish Market, right? There's no reason for you no. to be playing do it again no. anywhere in that in that region. But it was it was hot, and you play Beanie Siegel, and you oh, play yeah. like you play Diplomat stuff, and we was doing Ratchet I mean, before Ratchet was Ratchet. Ratchet before Ratchet, exactly, yeah. exactly pre Ratchet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I got okay. Here's the next one, Iron DJ. I was a fan of you and that Iron DJ. That was that was a fun time. Compose, you better bring that back, you fuck. I'm just saying. Shout out Compose. Yo. Compose and Flash. Let me tell both you Yahoo something. That was a fun event. Hey, you didn't know Nocturnal Sound Crew was a uh, Stone Groove Pinoy division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 don't mean to put you on blast, Jay, but gotta do it. I there there was a time when that went down. It was it went two years. Yeah. Yeah. Every Tuesday, this was a thing. It was a fun thing because then I got to reconnect with, with Freeze. Shout out, Freeze. And all of us old guys would be there. DJ Slant was there. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Taco was there. Shout out, Taco. And then the second year, you entered? Because you didn't enter the first? I did. Well, no, you not the, the first. I was in California the first year. Flash oh. was mad at me. Flash, he, he wanted Flash. me to enter. So I, I entered tell you second something. and third year. Okay, Yes. Fantastic stuff. Made it to the finals both times. Yes, you did. And you, you did it correctly because a lot of these, these young guys didn't understand what the whole idea of that show was. The battle DJ, they didn't quite get it. They're like, okay, I'm going to go play a yeah. beat and then I'm just going to Even with there. me, like it, it took, it took me to, to go through my routine a couple times, even, even before. Like, Understandable. Just because just I wasn't fully understanding about how to you know present it to the right. crowd like it's not just i'm battling a dj like i could play all fuck you and you know your right. mom sucks dick like all day. right not nah, it's more like you know like a red bull three style kind of uh, right competition where entertaining you cover all genres and you're using each song out of each genre to right. kind of tell a story for right five minutes no and that's what you, you were doing and it was, it was it was great and it was I know Technique won one year. Technique won the first Paco. year. Hoppa Boy won uh, that, right. that third year. That was the third and final year, yeah. right. But you had the idea of what was going on. That was, that was the yeah. fun no, of it. it was, um, cause the, the, you got to bring that back. The beauty of it for me was more uh, the camaraderie of all the DJs. Yeah. Because it, it was getting you know the who's who under one roof and yeah. giving them something to have fun with. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't understand why it never went It was away. a fun time. I don't know. I don't know. Compose, I know he's listening to this. I know you're listening to this, Jonathan. Let me tell you something right now. Bring the thing back. You go call up the Howley. Get Republic. If he's still run, I don't know. If, is the Howley still running Republic? I don't know. No, no. But he, he's still tied in. With he's them, still though. tied in. He's got a couple bucks. All you do is you set it up. You line it up. We got it. You'll be entering. Yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. You and you get the. Make Freeze do was, it again, too. Shout out Freeze, you were in there. That's yeah, right. He did. All you guys get in there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so one last one. Pussycat Lounge. 
there will, there will be nothing like that ever again. That was fun, huh? Like it was on a Tuesday. I and even to be honest, like I I never thought it would have lasted that long. Right. Just just because Tuesday night and we're in a little, you know, the wave wasn't known for what we were doing upstairs. You would come to the wave for what the dance competitions, right? Or, uh, rock night. They would right. have hella live bands and stuff. Right. You wasn't coming there for hip hop DJs. Right. So the people that don't know, right? Because the wave was a two level club yeah and there was always some kind of a major thing going on the bottom level yeah pussycat lounge was on the upstairs glassed out level yeah and so jack literally gave flash the worst night of their week yeah. and he turned it into their most successful night. yeah yeah shout um, out dmfd uh who else amongst the many sub was up there with us too yeah. um grant did it a few times in the beginning yep um Man, who else came through and DJ? Was it just us? Everybody was there, right? I mean, what, Jedi was there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's well, right. Oh, shout out Jedi, man. Was, like, Bumblebee there? Nah, Bumblebee never... Who else would, would be in there? No, Bumblebee never spun there. Bumblebee was Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but, uh, it was... Good, good, good times again. I wish something like that would come back, though. Because it, it, was, it was a balance to the equation. Right. Like when when you have all this shit during the week. That's why Brew Moon was great on Sundays yeah. and Pussycat Lounge was great on Tuesdays because right. it was just that balance. You know? It's a different world right now. 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. to say the least. But every night of the week had something, right? Oh, yeah. If we're talking at that time back so, then, I mean, plus two hours. a lot of like, stuff. You could blame it on there was more integration uh, in the club scene back then. Like nowadays, you know, I mean, not to really jump off s subject with it, but I, I kind of, I don't like how the, the the clubs are just segregated. Um, yeah. Crowds don't mingle no more. People don't party the same way. Right. Like you only have two main clubs now. You only got district and addiction. Right. Yeah, and right. it's all EDM trap. That's it. There's nothing else that's in between. Mm. And you don't you don't have anything else. No. Nah. You know. Like Unless you go. Where are we going Saturday, Jamal? Next door. Yes, we'll get machine. We'll get we'll get to yeah. <laughs> we'll get we, to that we, one. We're gonna plug that quite a we'll few times. We'll get to that one. Uh, let, let's let's get to this one. Okay, I, I gave you an assignment, sir. Before oh, you got yeah. here, yeah, we do this thing we call the Mount Rushmore, and I wanted you to give us your Mount Rushmore of hip hop artists from 2000 to 2010. Yeah. Now, now that, enough that of this 90s hip hop shit. Okay, let's let's talk about let's let's evolve a show. Let's talk about the 2000 era. I, I, I like that because it, it... Something different here. It made me think. Okay. It really did. So, Mount Rushmore, four, uh, four artists from 2000 to 2010 that you signified that okay. era. First name... I mean, it, it, this is no particular order, but first name, Dilla. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He was like an it. artist, too. I like it. Um, Shout out Jay Dilla. Shout out Jay Dilla. Yeah. Rest in peace. Second, I'm going to say Kanye. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, that's when it was the old Kanye. Exactly. I strongly agree with that. Yes. That's totally fine. Which, uh, shout out my boy for hooking me up with the hat, too. In uh, case you didn't see. <laughs> uh, Lil Wayne. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Huh? I, I mean, I, I can't can, disagree. I cannot. I, I, I really had to backtrack on that because... I went and looked at his discography, and not I, not that I, I I forgot about it, but 
wow, he really did dominate that whole decade. Yes, he did. Yeah, mixtapes too, not just yeah. albums. Yes, that was the mixtape era as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Next, I'm gonna put Jay Z up there. Yeah. And and not because of all the albums, but Rock Nation, not Rock Nation, Rockefeller as a whole. Yeah. He had uh, uh, Beanie under there. Yeah. He had Memphis Bleak. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many hits? We gotta remember, it was hot. Yeah. They had a lot of hits. Yeah. And then we got honorable mentions. Anything? Oh. That, and that was the hard part for me. Yeah. Because I could throw even T.I.'s name yep. uh, in there. Yep. I won't disagree with that. Um, and, and that decade was also, like, a lot of producers came yep. to the forefront. Yeah. So you could throw Pharrell's name out there. You could throw Timbaland's name yep. out there. Yep. Just Blaze, Swiss Beats. Yep. Um, so, I mean, you're going to need more than a Mount Rushmore. Correct. You're gonna need like Mount Rushmore so, A and Mount Rushmore B. Hashtag thank you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was excellent. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Excellent, excellent stuff. Uh let's talk about what you're doing currently as we're getting into this. Like you got Motown on Mondays, you still doing this? Of course. Yeah, yeah. This is every Monday, right? Every tell, Monday. tell us about Motown on Mondays. What? Dragon Upstairs? No, no, no. It's at uh Manifest. Okay. Used to be at Dragon Upstairs. Yeah. Uh Motown Mon on Mondays is uh Pretty much a nationwide uh, conglomerate. Um, we're just the Honolulu chapter. Yep. Um, but I mean, they got San Francisco, Oakland, San Diego, Phoenix, New York. Yeah. Um, where else? Where else? Texas. Is that, uh, really? Is it East Coast as well? I everywhere. Mean, yeah. Okay. So. Um, so what's the vibe like when we were to go to manifest? For Motown I mean, on Monday. See, and, and, and the misconception is, is yeah. people think like it's just all Motown music. Right. For a lot of us, um, it's just soul music in general. Yeah. And, you know, we'll even play breaks. Yep. Um, me, I'll go into a Brew Moon set, you know, every now and then. Like, I don't doubt it. Right. So between me, Revise, Coop, Decree, uh, we brought Freeze on as a resident now, too. No, shut up. Um, well, you're getting lots of plug over here, Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even paying us. Okay, yeah. So yeah, every Monday from 9 p.m. to like 12:30, yeah. 1 o'clock. Yeah, we're there. Nice. Actually, uh, coming up this Monday, we got Jay Boogie uh, guest. Oh DJ. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Talk about the Fleet DJs. You, you, this this is still going on strong for you. What, explain to us what that is. Fleet DJs is a DJ coalition. Uh, shout out Classic. Shout out Aaron. Uh, Three years ago, I get a random phone call. Uh, my partner, I mentioned him earlier, my boy DJ Ha, uh, hooked me up hooked me up in VA too. So he's down in North Carolina now, and he gives me a call. He's like, yo, man, I want to plug you in with these dudes. They run this DJ coalition. And, and at this time, I'm like knee deep in music production. So DJing, I'm not saying, you know, it's totally off my radar, but, you know, I'm... I'm like an Ableton fiend at this time, right. so you know, playing with turntables wasn't you know really on the priority. But right. so I, I get the phone call, and they pitch it to me, you know, kind of like the same way Grant and Sub pitched it to me to join Stone Groove. Yeah, it was like we, you know, they they've been a conglomerate forever, but they're they're building their brand to to a bigger, uh, higher heights because they they got different divisions. It's not just DJs; they got producers. Um, you know, filmmakers, uh, they got a TV division. 
um, hella radio, uh, yeah. internet radio, satellite radio DJ. So yeah. um, I was like, you know what? Okay, let me let me jump in. So they made me the Hawaii uh, manager. Oh, okay. So so I pretty much well, I mean, it's still it's still building. Right like, here goes another free shout out. Freezes <laughs> in it with me. Subs in it with me. Shout out Cash. Uh, so this this is online. This is the internet. Uh... Internet, but they they got me on uh, FM radio too. So I'm on okay. a I'm on a station uh, in Pennsylvania, exclusive nine four nine FM, every Friday three to four p.m. Eastern. Oh, in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. And then where can we catch you online? Is there is there an app we can download? Yeah, to? the the TuneIn. Okay. Uh, app, and yep. then just search exclusive radio ninety four point nine. Okay. Um. And I'm, you know, I mean, listen to my show too, but then all the other all right. DJs on there are hella dope too. What when is your show? Every Friday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. Ah, uh, okay. And then also Saturdays on uh, Dash Radio on the Delicious Vinyl Station. Oh yeah, shout out Dash, yeah. I, I downloaded that, yeah. Yeah. So every Saturday from what is it 3 p.m. Uh, West Coast time. Okay. So that's 12 p.m. out here in Hawaii. Okay. Um, and then Stone yeah. Groove Radio uh, Sundays yeah. on FleetDJs.com. Yes, uh, still do that show. Me okay. sub and freeze. Dang, freeze! Another shout out. <laughs> yes, uh, at, at least twenty dollars. Who Wait, am I? Who am I? Am I plugging <laughs> you or am I plugging me? <laughs> Wait, sub sub DJ? Is he on there DJ? Uh, What's let he me, doing Let on me there? put sub on black. April fourteenth at Barefoot Beach Cafe. The return. Of Sub Zero. Wait a minute. Let me tell you and this. Me. Wait a minute. Oh, you didn't know about this? No. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me tell you something about Sub Zero. Okay. This guy, I where I, I work, he lives across the street from where I work. He's walking his dog every day, man. I'm seeing this guy walking around, gray hair, whatever. You know, he still looks good. But he's he's DJing again. He he. He's, I about, he's about to bring it back. What what's 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 causing this man to come back into the game here? What? Me and Freeze getting on his ass all, right. all the time. Shout out Sub Zero, man. I, he was always a fun, you know. That's another one. He tried. See, that's another one. He tried to do a G Dog and get away from his roots. Mm-mm. No, you could no. be the, one of the dopest engineers on this island, but you're still a DJ, dog. Yeah, I I always love when if I was playing and you just you never know. I don't know. He would just jump out of nowhere. You just come in there and you just start uh, dancing around. Sub was infamous. And then, yeah, it's infamous it was good, for the good three, stuff. three, four records, and then I'm yep. out. Right. What, what is that about? He, he does his thing. He juggles a couple records. Yeah, that's it. Blow the Turn crowd off. up real quick. And then, all right. That's it. Let's get it. And then he always would have the Hennessy. He would hold the, the drink like this. He would walk around. You, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. He's got the Hennessy oh. or, I don't know, cognac. I don't know what he's doing. Sub he's was doing the one that introduced drink. me to Hennessy and apple juice at Brew Moon. He was the one. <laughs> but it had to be Martinelli's, though. It couldn't just be any. Shout out Blackout. It, it could just be any apple juice. Uh, wow. Really? Really. Because I always remembered Sub. You know, man, you, he would be holding the, he'd hold the, the Cavassier, yep. Cognac, whatever yep. concoction, yep. holding it like this, walking around, dancing around, and yep. we're all just looking confused. Okay. So. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Fleet DJs for giving me okay. a second life. On my DJ life. You didn't need a second life, but oh yeah. We need to get you out there. That's basically, we need to get you back out there. Because it, 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 it literally just took me from being just here. Now, 
I'm back on radio. Right, right, right. And there, right. there's a lot of other Matter things, of time. a lot yeah. of top secret things that they're working on that, that I'm trying to help them with. Oh, um, okay. That I don't want to knock right, on anything right, for it. But right. A lot okay. of big things that Fleet DJs got coming up soon. Pay okay. attention. Well, speaking of secret things, we're gonna, we're gonna do something to uh, to end this end this out. We're gonna play a little game. Usually, with guests, we have a thing. We have uh, five questions. We're gonna ask you five random questions, but because you are on the show, we're gonna do something different. We're gonna do a, a game that uh, is synonymous with the show. It's called Who Dis, and okay. exactly, we're gonna play you five different tracks from the 2000 to 2010 era. And your mission is to oh guess boy. what the track is. Okay. Now, because you have just a plethora of, of music knowledge and, and you always had all the jams that we were like, every time you would be on, be like, what's he playing? What's this? And right. you'd be like, this is, this is a new so-and-so. I'm like, okay. Right. And like, this is a da, 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 new so remix. And I'm like, okay. So because of that, it's only fitting that we're going to test your attack here. Oh boy! So not get ready. Who is the Hootis. name of the track? We want the name of the artist. Name of the artist. That's right. Okay. okay. So get ready. Here we go. Let's, let's start right, with Hootis. number one. Track one. Here we go. Who this? Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Whoa! Where did where did who this go? Where's drama playing? Who this? Five questions. Um, yeah, it's me again. DJ Zach Morris, aka Aaron Sakai. Humbly asking you to please go to our YouTube channel for our YouTube exclusive. Of the man, the Hawaii hip-hop legend, DJ Drama, playing Hootis. And if you don't know or not familiar with the Hootis game, it is throwing out songs based off a certain genre. In this regard, we're doing 2000s hip-hop, 2000 to 2010 hip-hop, and he is to name the artist. He'll play a little segment of it, and he has to guess the song. He's got five, and it's all for bragging rights and respect, and respect of... G-Dog, if you're listening. Shout out to G-Dog, Sub-Zero, DJ Free, Stone Groove Family, Gary O, wherever he's at. Great times with DJ Drama. I want to go give a shout out that I forgot on the way out of the audio. Shout out to Sakai and Company every week putting out cupcakes, desserts, treats for everybody that's in the audience. And it's just a way for you guys to come and check out. We're doing this show at Highbrow. It's a little party every Tuesday. We got free dessert for you. Amongst all that, amongst all the other fun, amongst the blood and, and ruckuses that are going on here, come down. Next show will be the WrestleMania post show, amongst other things. That's going to be in the second week of April. The Kilowatts episode is going to be released next week. Or Old Futs 93, review of the hip-hop era that was 1993 coming out the week thereafter. So I am not going to ramble on. I'm going to take you out of here. Please go to our YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. Please give us uh, a review, five-star review if you can, if you, if you like the show. Uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, we're just going to keep it going for the month of April. A lot of surprises yet again. Sleep time's over. We out. Thank you for listening to Sleep Time's Over. Time's over. No sleeping tonight.